This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And guys, you know, The Parenting Show, that's what we do. We talk about being parents. We talk about uh, being dads. We've got our special dads edition with Frank Spadone. And sometimes we bring on some kick-ass moms. And we haven't had these moms on for a while. And I was like, you know what? It's time. It is time for the return of Kat and Nat on the parenting show. Ladies, how are you? Oh my gosh, we're so good. I love that. You make that so exciting. Like, I feel like all of a sudden, like, we should be confetti and bottles popping. There should be. And fire. Just just where we are. We really nailed it with the name. You know what I mean? Uh Like, if we were like Jess and Alex, Alex, it wouldn't roll the same. No. No. No, It worked out well. Yeah. You guys, your parents did well. Your parents did well. Kudos yeah, to the parents did. here. They, they must have had a secret conversation saying one day these two will be brought together. Let's make let's make some names and make it work. Yeah, for real, right? And how long, guys, how long has it been that you guys have been together? Oh, together. I love that you said that. We have been together since ninth grade. Isn't that crazy? I mean, yeah, it is because now our eldest are in grade eight and nine (laughs) and it is so weird to see like I remember everything I was doing at that age um crazily unless we are totally not connected and things are happening behind our back I know I'm two around I know they're two around I was gonna say they're not doing those things that we were doing but um but I would hate to be one of those moms who's like not my kid and thank you if they're not if they're not home they're doing something (laughs) you know and when they stop talking about what other people are doing they're doing it too right that's your intel right there yeah because they just they still are hanging around us a lot but they're friends are going to like um uh what's co-ed parties like what's it when there's more than one sex co-ed <laughs> parties and that doesn't matter anymore by the way either that is oh, just yeah. that's a farce too. it's so true it's I mean, you be kissing anyone yeah that's what they it's so now. true yeah co-ed <laughs> means nothing and you as sleepovers are not safe with any gender anymore it's a, it's a free-for-all and they don't like genders they like people now so yeah it, no that's true if, if you're worried about sex and making out yeah you gotta look everywhere. There's nowhere safe. safe. Yeah. Nowhere safe. No, but I have to say that we, like, they are, they're behind on us on the rebellion so far. Oh, that's great. Like, you guys are winning then. Well, listen, there's seven of them coming up. Like, there's five coming up behind these two. We have our eyes on two right now. (laughs) (laughs) We're, you know, two are, the two that we're watching are the swing voters. We're waiting to watch those two. You know, those ones that are like, can I have a sip of your beer? Can I have a sip of your wine? Oh my God. No, you did that. He was drinking your wine. He He drank it. it. He has a favorite. I know. And he's like, he's eight. He's like, I love this wine. And I'm like, no, I grabbed it out of his hand. I was like, TJ, no. Yeah. And all he wants for his birthday is to like go to those rooms where you smash things. Yeah. No, we're watching that one. Danger Bay, that one. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh man so yeah you guys like honestly it's seven kids between the both of you right yeah yes yes been together since grade nine yeah launched um it didn't even start out as cat and Nat. no okay let's rewind what was the name social common <laughs> that's right guys so i remember yeah being in your living room yes, yes. For, uh, was it a Facebook Live? 
Yeah. No, no, no. YouTube live before Facebook live was a thing. It actually wasn't even a YouTube live. It was on our website and we found special software before live streaming was a thing. And we went through Germany to get it. And we used to live stream a show which I don't, it with babies, little babies, like the zero month old. It was crazy. You know, it's like one of those things where like two friends were like, let's have a show and we'll just live stream to everyone in the world and only 20 people will watch and we'll get all these fabulous moms like you to come into our living room and watch it and like pretend it's a real thing. And then it just, and everyone was coming, you know, like we asked, Tracy Moore was the first one to Cheryl Hickey. We had um, Baumler. Yeah, we had um, we had um, Tiffany. Um, the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. the designer. Yes. Yeah. All these people, sure, will roll up to Natalie's like townhouse, go into her house. Even freaking Jenna Bush came to my house. Like I don't know how <laughs> we convinced people that this was a real thing. Yeah, we did though. But we did, and it was yeah. fun, and it was so fun. And then, uh, and then it was crazy because the next year there was something called Facebook Live. And I was like, we've already been live streaming for a year. We're totally ready for this. We got this. Everyone's like, video? I, we don't do video. And then it was video, video, video. Yeah. Oh gosh, I remember. And I just remember thinking to myself, I'm like, I love these girls because they're just as crazy as I am. Who <laughs> lets strangers into their home to watch no. a live taping? <laughs> And the I other thing know. was I had convinced my mom that, well, I had my baby there. So I put my baby to bed right before everybody came. But my other three, I convinced my mom that Tuesday nights were sleepover night at her house. So they would sleep at her house. She would have to take them to school in the morning. Like, it was just crazy. Everyone just went along with it. It was wild. We <laughs> but were, you know I mean, what? I, we're still wild. And I love it. And I love it because you've never, ever wavered from who you are and what you guys are about. You know, you're real moms. And I think that that is an important um, message to put out there, especially in this day and age when social media is all fake. You know, you scroll through, you do find some amazing contents and some real people, but for the most part, you scroll through and everything is picture perfect and like peachy keen, you know, the kids are not dirty and the house is spotless and everything's coming up roses where you guys are like, I think that's changed, you know, that a lot. And I think we've gone the other way a lot where now it looks like motherhood doesn't look joyful anymore like i think it's a shit show right the convert a lot of the conversation is uh which is great but it it does make me sad that there is a lot of joy in motherhood and i'm not saying it's not hard but joy is is missing from a lot of these conversations and you'll, you'll see our content has changed a lot i think from when we used to share like the real, real, like where everything's real, real. But yeah. I think as we, our kids have grown, we've really found the joy again amongst the hard, because I think you can really get stuck in the hard for a long time. And you kind of have to pull yourself back into the world of not just keeping them alive anymore, but <laughs> find, finding them as people, as, you know, joyful beings who can be terrible humans sometimes, but the joy, we have to look for the joy too. Because we heard so much, like when we had younger kids and it was like the parents that had teenagers were always saying, these years are so terrible. It's so hard. These kids are so shitty. Like it's so bad. And Kat and I were like, as we were creeping up to it and we were getting our tweens, we were like, how can we like raise our teens and tweens? It's going to be challenging. We have no idea how to do it, but still be able to have some fun doing it and have fun with them and also as mothers and women still have time for joy ourselves yeah but I absolutely love it and yes you know to the point that you know motherhood 
there is a lot of joy in it or parenthood, you know, um, there's so much happiness and joy and we love our kids, but yeah, sometimes we just, they're, they're jerks and they're assholes. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Right. Um, but at any given point when someone were to, you know, if someone flips on, uh, Instagram and comes to see you guys, it is real. It's real, you know, and I think that that's the important thing. So you do see like the, the real life, you know, God, I'm frustrated, but also like the real life, I'm proud of my kid and my kids are awesome and check them out. Yeah. 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 Because sometimes when you are on Instagram and you see like, even though we all know that some of that perfection is staged for social media, I still sometimes catch myself being like, holy cow like I can't believe how much she loves her husband after a day oh, yeah, that's a hard one. I can't believe that he's her best friend and yeah. they're just they're on a vacation I agree with they you love on that they're one, just Natalie. they're kids they're all you know there's so much magic between the love between yeah. them yeah while their kids all get along perfectly and you kind of sometimes you 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 forget you're like wait stop of course there is something going on in the background not that there's got to be something negative but they live they're living real life too and you have to remind yourself sometimes yeah yeah Absolutely. I know yeah, you're right. how, the relationship's and, and, the hardest part. And how are you guys doing it at home with the guys? Mm. With the husbands? Yeah. You know, I think that again, this is like something that you grow and evolve with. And I think that as you have spent so many years together, like a reality sets in that you need each other as like a team member and a partner and kind of like the, the, resentment of I do more, you do more kind of leaves because I think that the baby, I was saying to someone on the weekend, we spent Thanksgiving together and there was a lot of babies at the, where we were. And I was like the intensity of a baby and the way the parents have to talk about everything and the diaper you smell the diaper I smell the diaper do they need to be changed and they have to be followed around everywhere because they could fall or hurt themselves at any minute and so you have to like tag off tag on focus on one child is so much and I thought as they grow up I think you begin to see your partner in like a different light and that can be good or bad Mm -hmm. um but we thankfully it's it's been good and you know we have our own lives and they have their own life and then we have a life together and we have our own life Mm -hmm. and then they have their own life Mm -hmm. so I think it's we've we've aged well together if that makes sense yes I love it we age well together that's true is that when we married them like I wasn't thinking about this partnership that we're doing now with our you know with with our my four kids and making everything happen. I, I guess I'm really lucky that, that he ended up being that person that's really good at that stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. at, you know, at, at 25, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was looking for like a guy I was in love with. I wasn't looking yeah. for like, you know, like a, you know, co-founders Some, and an Uber, Uber driver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, someone who could tie hockey, Uber driver. tie hockey skates, you know, and make lunches. I mean, it's, it's what you need to look for in life. It's, yeah, yeah you, you need that support, that. you know, and you need that partner. Um, It's a team effort, right? And I love, Kat, that you said, you know what? You guys have your lives. You girls have your lives together. They have their lives, you know? And it's really important because I think a lot of people uh, lose that, you know? And that's where things get cuckoo crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really important to um, just have that individuality and, you know, you're good on your own and they just complement everything else that's going on in life. And you do the same for them. It's Hope, true. Hopefully. It's true. I mean, it's going, it's going well so far, Pina, you know? So a lot of life left. 
We are going to take a quick break. We got Kat and Nat on the show today. Don't go anywhere because this is The Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News. Today's Talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into AM640 Toronto Radio. This is The Parenting Show and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. Guys, we got a special show today. I've got two of the most awesome moms that I know. And of course, I'm talking about Kat and Nat. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Um, it's been years Oh my God, years I, since I've seen you guys in, well, in the flesh. Just so you know, we're looking at you right now on Zoom. And if it's been years, you literally have not changed. You look fabulous. Just putting oh, it out there. Thank you. You guys look the same too. Like it's so weird to, so. to know we're, that we're, we're in the car. I was hoping you would say that back. <laughs> it's like, no. Yeah, it was- no, but we can't ever get to it because the car like just calls our name. Oh and my gosh, it's just you, the most comfortable place. And when we when we do use the studio, I miss the car. Yeah, so Dad. we're in the car. So if everyone hears cars going by, I just we can't get out of the car. So that's a, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I think everyone knows you guys from your car. You yeah, know, it's going true. like there's the whole mom truth series. You know, yeah. Um, and it's always been that's a car thing, and that's a cat and that thing. So to have you guys not in the car, I think. Would have been weird. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I okay, fair. Okay, fair. Good. Okay. good. So it was planned, ladies. It was planned and uh it's perfect. Yeah, okay, and good. I love it was it. totally planned. We just yes. Yeah. I took my medication late. That's why it wasn't planned. <laughs> but here we go. We're we're back on it. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. But I don't like guys, you know, people look at me and say, P, how do you do it? You know, with three kids and the radio show and the content creation stuff that you do and teaching at Humber. But I look at you guys and I'm like, guys, how do you do it? Seven kids between the both of you guys, everything that you're doing on social, creating like amazing content for moms, um, plus the book, plus the podcast, plus tours after mm-hmm. tours mm-hmm. and there's another one coming and it, this is like it's when was the last tour guys honestly we have n- we never really stopped it's Except just for COVID. during covid we couldn't go and then as soon as like Wait, sorry we couldn't go but we went virtual and they were literal like mm. vir- so we kept we basically kept touring just virtually for all of COVID, which was wild that we had the energy or stamina, stamina to keep doing that. It was the only thing to look forward to. <laughs> I would get so canned on those nights. I so think good. because oh, I miss that. I, yeah, because I think you're so like it, you're like in survival mode and it was just, Oh my, they were white. They were, we would bring in celebrities and oh men God, and, 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 and I was had zero filter, but it was costume. It was wild. It's all we had, you know, like during that time, yeah. it was all we had was the connection through the internet to like all of these people. And we had such a good time doing it, but people are asking for them to come again. I'm like, no, you can see us live, like in real <laughs> life now, like actually with like, your eyes. Get off your couch, guys. Let's get go. Get some clothes on. You don't have to, but it's recommended. You wear pants <laughs> at least or a dress, whatever. But yeah. We just did, we just did a Canadian tour actually with the tour bus back and everything. And it was amazing. People are just so excited to get back out and have like the best night of their lives. And um, we are doing a, a Florida tour in November, but as far 
far as um, December goes, it's the December to Remember annual holiday show. First ever annual show. I like that annual, but first ever. So yeah. it, it will be an annual. <laughs> we're still alive next year, we'll do it again. I like that annual. And it's uh, it's just, it's going to be like one of our shows, but it has, it, I mean, it's, it's a cat and that show, but because it's the holidays and it's a time to celebrate yourself, we're just doing a lot. It's in Toronto. So it's on December 1st Yay! and 2nd. Elizabeth theater. So we, we know our city and we have access to all of the things that we can bring into the show. So we're just, we're really amping it up and making it just a wild night with special guests. And, and, um, it's going to be, it's just going to be great. It's going to be the best. Okay. So before I forget, and we'll, we'll do it at the end of the show too, but if people want to get tickets, where can they get tickets? The one show sold out. The second one's almost sold out. It's catnattour.com cat not tour like with a c and an n yeah cat and <laughs> not tour.com and you can get your tickets to uh the toronto show and then 2023 we're going to be released at those shows we're going to be releasing um the first six months of tour with over 50 shows um across canada and the u.s so just keep your eyes peeled for all the new dates gosh guys that is insane that is yeah. incredible like did you ever think that it would get to this point no Everyone says that, but I said to some, actually, I said to Chelsea Handler, cause we were with her on the weekend. And I said to her, do you ever feel like, like you've like made it right? Cause you can always look at someone else and be like, you have quote unquote made it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then she said something and I was like, you're so right. She's like, well, I feel like, you know, I, I never, you always have to make it. You can't made it unless you're like done doing everything like unless you're retiring yeah. and like so making it's not a real thing because or doing whatever you thought you'd be doing is because you always have to keep doing does that make yeah, sense you're always thriving for more I don't even know if we're thriving for more she was just like I guess it's just like trying it, to survive it, where I'm at it, like until you're ready to sit down you're just gonna keep going but like I think to myself when I look like someone like that I think that if I was ever where she was like really rich and successful that I would probably just park it and just like travel but she does she's got a good balance I mean I don't know but we just we continue to want to like uh, get out there see people that we you know come to different cities and it's really fun for us yeah it's so fun to leave yeah, we like get to you, leave get, you actually family. get to leave and do one thing only which is like a vacation like I had a really stressful September a year ago and I remember and I don't ever say that, but I remember feeling like overwhelmed at home. And when I left, it was like, I decompressed going on tour because as a mom, you wear so many hats and there's so many expectations. And then when you're on tour, you're just you. And it's so nice to just be you and worry about, and you're kind of like a baby because (laughs) everyone like they, they're as like a lot of talents kind of difficult so they are not like you have to show up and you're not sure what like they have to be kind of like coddled but Nat and I aren't like that so they're like do y'all want something to eat and we're like what you're asking us if we want something to eat and like there's uh, drinks waiting for you and like a rider and you're like what is we don't even have a rider because we couldn't get our shit together to put one like together but it's like even chips just make us happy in like a dressing room with water and, and they say to us thank you so much for, for coming. coming it's so weird too and, and the other thing is is that when we are around other people than the people of the tour team we are surrounded by moms 
you know, just like us who need a night out, yeah. who are so kind to each other, so supportive. They've become a part of the cat and cat community. Therefore, we we just all sort of seem to have this like open mind, want to laugh, want to have fun and want to share our stories together. And they say to us, they buy tickets to our show and they go, thank you so much for coming to our city. I'm I know. Like, we're like, what? Amazing. And we also like our, our show, I think is like un- wildly different than most because a lot of talent we've learned on stage wants to separate themselves from their audience. Like, I guess to keep, I don't know why they just do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I are there to host. We see it as like our job to host the host, everyone in the audience to show them, show them a good time, not for them to watch. I don't know. How, it's very it's much kind of like we, we, we got to the point where we're like, we're not really invited to any parties. So why don't we host a party? And then everyone else who's not invited to parties can come to the party. And now we're all at a party. But it's absolutely. Like with, it's the best kind content, of party. I'm like, and then everyone's like, I felt, I felt so welcome. Like everyone, cause our whole job is to bring the community to life. And that's what we try to do is take it offline to the community in the audience. So everyone leaves feeling connected rather than just w- like they just came and watched a something. lot of people have made new friends there yeah met online oh, that's amazing. Together. like yeah it's really magical guys and that's the thing like it must feel absolutely incredible to know that you have this like um beautiful positive impact on these moms because as you know like going from just you know a woman with no kids to here's a baby. You're a mom. Now you're responsible for this life. Um, it can be very overwhelming. And in the, those early stages, and sometimes like quite a few years into that motherhood, um, it's very, um, it's scary and you lose yourself and you forget who you are because you're just like, Oh my God, I'm a mom. And I got to do everything for this kid. And you put yourself on the back burner. So like having that positive impact on these women to let them know that, Hey, you know what? I was there. I still go through these periods, um, but it's okay. And they can just like tune in and relate and be like, oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like that must feel absolutely incredible. Oh my gosh. You're like, I thought my purpose was to be a mom. Now I have another purpose that's helping other people. How did this even happen? Our community helps each other because even there, when they comment, the people read their comments and then relate. Cause even if you can't, you know, some people follow us who don't have kids and some people follow us who are teenagers. And, you know, I think watching the conversations in the community is really therapeutic and helpful to people because we, you know, are very, um, cheeky and our delivery and our conversations, but they are like, you know, thank you for saying this because then they'll go into deeper context. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, you know, the community really helps each other beyond us saying things. And it's like so remarkable to watch. And we always say we have such a positive, like we don't, I don't know if we don't see hate or we don't, I don't know why we're, we don't see it, but so much of um, our community is based in like, you know, um, kindness and mm-hmm. like there for each other, which to us is like the best compliment and biggest thing we could ever ask for is having other women just kind of, you know, be kind to each other. That's mm-hmm. all we really wish for. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That That's just, honestly, I look at that and, and I see, and I, I have friends who follow you guys and they're just like, oh my God, I love Kat and that. And they make me smile and they make me laugh and I can relate like, oh my God, did you see what they put up? Like, yes, that just happened to me last week. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, it's so incredible because a lot of people don't understand that connection. You know what I mean? Or even value that. But 
when I look at you guys, I know that, you know, that's really important and top of mind to you guys that you can connect with your audience on a whole different level and not just anyone, but because there are a lot of people that, you know, follow you guys that are dads. Mm-hmm. that are not dads mm-hmm. that are not moms you know what i mean like you have like this amazing um community mm-hmm. and so i just see that and i sit back and i'm like you know what these girls are doing something right this Aww. is amazing and you're using social media you know what i mean to bring everyone together and how beautiful is that especially mm-hmm. You know, if we look back at the past few years with COVID, when we were in lockdown and you just said, you know, we were still, we're virtually touring mm-hmm. and we yeah. didn't stop for a second. Yeah. Well, we didn't feel very fun. And that's what everyone's, you got me through COVID. I'm like, what? I'm like, we were so terrible and boring in COVID. Like, no, you weren't. I was like, wow, that, thank you for telling me that. Cause I felt like that was a waste of a two years, but thank you for telling <laughs> me that I, that we were happy. Cause yeah. that was would Natalie and I would call each other and be like, uh, like, are we boring? Is this it? Like, are like, we ever going to be fun again? Done? Like, I don't know. Like, crazy. we haven't laughed. And when's the last time I peed my pants? Like, yeah. this is not okay. We would just go back and forth and be like, this is not, this is not okay. We're done. You know what? Far, far from done. Uh, you guys have been killing it and going like full throttle since you began. And honestly, um, myself, and I'm sure that I have like ton of people behind me saying the same thing that, you know, you're nowhere close to done. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. Welcome back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into the Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, and I've got Kat and Nat joining me on the show today. Guys, I'm like, can you hear the excitement in my voice? I'm just so happy to see you guys. Your, your kindness and positivity is like, so it's so, it's so refreshing to just see it was like, I believe that you really are happy to have us here and it feels really nice. <laughs> that was a long weekend with family. You know what I mean? It's really <laughs> nice to hear Somebody care about us. I know. It's really nice. Really, really nice. So ladies, you have something new going on. Yes. And exciting. It's- so tell me about this new venture. Well, the crazy thing is, is that we actually have been working on it um, for a couple of years, but we have done a relaunch based on all of the, all of the um, information that we got, we've gathered from our community and expert test and trial. Yes. So literally what happened was Kat and I had babies, you know, like you, you Mm -hmm. have babies, you have have a hundred million books, a hundred million experts telling you how to get your baby to eat, sleep. Um, play, make friends, uh, be happy, all of that. There's so many things. How to roll can, over. All of it. Yeah. You know I mean? Like great, like how to like toilet train and like tummy time. Oh my God. And there's so much to read about. And at that time we thought that was going to be like the most important thing. And of course it's important to keep your baby alive. But then all of a sudden our, our eldest girls started to become tweens. And we started to look into the teen years and realize that actually parenting in that time is really, really important. And our influence on our kids is going to be really important. And how do we want to tackle this so that we're good parents, we're setting good boundaries, but we're also being able to have fun with them. And we were like, you know, we realized that when you say so many, so many parents keep things to themselves, but when you say it out loud to someone else, you have no idea how much that can make them feel not alone in it. 
And so yeah. much of, of, of parenting teens, you have to keep a secret because it's not, it's not your business to be talking about their business anymore. So we're like, how can we create a community um, for parents like this, where we can get expert advice, we can have a community, we can have anonymous conversations, we can have, we can have um, courses all on how to make this a better experience. And we called it the common parent, which was kind of a, a play on our original company, which was social common. And also because everyone has, as, as everyone has something in common as a parent. Mm-hmm. And I don't Absolutely, think a lot yeah. of people realize that. And I, I was a social worker before we did this and I actually worked in the teen, the teen world. And it was a lot easier to deal with other people's teens than my own yeah. teen. And I think that what parents don't realize is that it's our job to stop uh, in a way parenting the way we did when they were younger. And it's like, you become a coach to them rather than Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, like it's their job to divorce you during the teen years. And Mm -hmm. I think that's really hard because as a parent, when you're younger, it's about control. And that's what we do is we, we control them. And I am not, that's not a bad thing. It's just, we have to get them dressed. We have to get them at the door. We have to pick them up. It's all about, we hold them literally as babies and teenagers don't want to be held. Mm -hmm. So metaphorically, we have to put them down and let them go but we don't want to. Mm-hmm. So it's really this job of ours to, to keep connected. And we, we want to come and parent. And it's also the, the kind of the mainstay of it is a journal, which if you think about it, it's the way you need to connect. We text or we email, but often so much of when you're parenting a teen, it's like your um, parent, it's like a bomb is always about to be detonated. You could even say, <laughs> how was your day? And they come off sassy and rude and you're pissed that they're sassy and rude because you do everything for them. And you're like, how dare you treat me like that? And they're like, you don't even like me. And you're like, you're doing this to me. And you're, you're parenting. Oh my gosh, Tina's laughing. I know she's relating to what you're saying <laughs> you're, right now. You're 100%. I can it's see Samantha's it. only 11, guys. Yeah, it oh. starts around it starts around eight, just yeah. so everybody knows it's around eight. It begins. And it's like, you're in shark waters constantly and you're doing nothing but being kind. And it feels like they just want to eat you and, all the time. It's so confusing because we forget what it was like to be like that. And, and when we in this, it's a membership and we bring in the most amazing experts from all over the world. And what is the best is they give you quick hits of how to handle it, to have tools in, in, in your toolbox, but also they explain why they're doing things, why their voice sounds like that, why they're eye rolling you, why they want to argue and what they really deep down want from you. And when you hear that, it's like, I remember one of them, this is one of them that they told me, they said, if your daughter is eye rolling you, it's actually a sign of respect because she's holding back what she really wants to say to you. Oh my God. My daughter respects me so much. Yeah. Because imagine she wants to say all like she thinks in that moment, you are the worst. Everything you're saying doesn't make any sense. And all she does is roll her eyes and walk away. When I heard that, oh my gosh, brilliant. And it makes sense, right? Like all, all these little things, like their body language, their tone, they're pushing away. All the experts explain it to you so that you actually feel more comfortable in your role with your child. And then we have the journal, which has like stickers and a pen, like, you know, those four pens that you can click with its own like pouch and they can communicate with like, I wish we had one, we didn't bring one, but like emoji stickers. And really the whole point is we also roll out a program for you and prompts that are literally so easy. So once a week you get a prompt of what to write to your, your how teen. To, how to talk to your teen. And it's not, paper. it's not like, oh, it's basically like, hey, 
is there anything I can do in, in this house to make it a little easier for you? And they might never respond. But the whole point is you have to show up when they don't want you to show up. And how do you do that when both of you are just like always at each other? And the journal's a non-conflictual way where you can show up because all you have in teenhood is connection because they want to find connection. So they will go to outside sources to look for connection. But if they know that you're there, you will always be in their brain. And so you're looking this. So even if they don't ever write back, if you are showing up once a week writing, you better believe they are going to write in their journal. And I, I use this with one of my hardest kids, who's a boy who's 10 years old. And he always talked about this one thing that happened that I did a lot. I missed his birthday and he couldn't let it go. He'd always joke about it. Like we missed all the birthdays, but this yeah. matter yeah. really mattered. So the other day I wrote, you know, I'm really sorry. I missed your birthday. I'll, I won't do that again. I know that meant a lot to you. Oh, and sure. and yeah. to stand by that. Well, yeah, I will stand by that now. And I said, I want to let you know, I won't do that again. And he never has talked about it again. It's like it validated his feelings, even though I had apologized a million other times, seen it written down on his own time. It's like a contract. Like he ingested it differently. Or mm -hmm. it's like, I'm like, is there anything we can do in this house to make it a little bit more, um, something we can do to help you more, you know? And just uh, all of these things we write, it's a whole program you get that's super quick to connect. And it's between your the parent and that one child. That thing is private between uh, like whichever parent and that one child. And we give you rules because you cannot get mad at them. They tell you something, you take a breath, you step away. They can write it in there. And I know we have to take a break, but they also, we had two experts say um, someone came out to their parent in that journal and someone let their parent know, not in that journal, but in a journal and someone um, let their parent know they were cutting themselves because oh it was a safe God. place to, to talk. Guys, yeah. Like that is such a beautiful mm -hmm. tool. Like obviously those, well, the second scenario is not like the greatest, but to know that the child feels so safe mm -hmm. And, yep. you know, is like sometimes, you know, it, it's not easy to go face to face with your parent and talk about this stuff. Right. No. So to have that there. And even like you said, Kat, you're like, you know, take a deep breath. Sometimes you just want to like, you know, fly off the handle. But it would be so much easier to read it. OK, take a step back, breathe, digest and then like, you know, exactly. figure out the next steps. Yep. I love this. Okay. I don't want to end. I don't want to stop talking about this, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll talk about it a little bit more. Don't go anywhere. This is the Parent TV show right here on AIM 640 Toronto Radio. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. This is The Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. And I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. I've got two amazing Toronto mamas with me. Woo! And I'm talking about Kat and Nat. Kat and Nat, just before the break, we were talking about this new venture that you guys started. It's called The Common Parent. And I am blown away. I think it is absolutely brilliant. And it is a community that like is needed. You found, you know what I mean? This problem and mm -hmm. you came up with this like amazing solution. 
in and a really cat in that way because kudos. if it's too long or too much we are you're not doing it we we bought all the books and then started chapter <laughs> one and then the problem's over but the problem is every problem that comes up as with your teens it's about tools that will carry you through your entire actually life because a lot of people are like it's about uh, relationships it's about relationships and communication and listening and connection and connection's a habit and if ever anyone thinks of it that way we don't connect with our teens as a habit we we think that we're just driving them and it's a connection. You have to be intentional with them because they, for some reason, like my daughter was in such a, she was in such a mood yesterday, my older one. And at the end of the day, she's like, you feel, feel like you hate me. And I'm like, whoa, like this is like, you know, so. And the experts have told us too <laughs> that what, what t- uh, teens really want from their parents is to understand them. We think that they don't care. Like they act like they don't care what's going on with them. They actually want us to understand them. It's just that the way that they communicate seems very irrational to us. And rude. <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's so yeah. true. And yeah. I, you know, uh, Nat, you called me out because you saw my face on, on Zoom before. You're like, oh, Pina knows what, what we're talking about yeah. here. And I said that, you know, Samantha's my oldest. She's 11. I've got Lily, who's nine. And Marcus just turned seven, you know, and I'm already seeing it in the girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so this even starts much earlier than the teen years, you were saying. Yeah. And well, we actually made stickers so they could communicate via like emotion emojis, like their faces. And it's like total gender neutral. It's not pink. It's not blue. It's like very gender neutral colors. And uh, we made it. We have some children who have um, difficulties writing and, you know, like challenges in communicating uh, just by nature with like their learning challenges. So we were really cognizant of being able to, you know, um, show up for all, all children. I think if Anyone they can, can read, they can read, you can begin to write to them because we have a team member who has older children and she's like, the earlier you get to them and make it a habit yes. and like a thing you do, it's so much easier to not play catch up and move backwards because 16 year olds will eye roll you, but they will also read it. Mm-hmm. But eight year olds are more likely to actually sit down and be like, anyways, and 12 and 13 year olds. So you want to catch them as, as a standard rather than as, something you're like oh I wish I had done that earlier and again as a community within the common parent it's like parents are going through so many things and they think that they're the only one because people don't want to talk about it because they don't want their kid to be judged they don't want to be judged as parents so you need an anonymous place to go and have a chat and the common parent has an amazing place to do that and like I was saying to you on the break that on the website if you go and you're dealing with a specific um, topic that you need to deal with with your teen right away. You can just go and you can listen to a quick podcast that will. It'll, you don't have to listen that long, and it just yeah. makes you feel good. And probably, and you're ready to go. If I had like a six year old, I'd sign up to read what was coming. That's the kind of parent I was. Yeah, I that's what I'm thinking about. I'm like, I need to jump on this now. Yeah, yeah, yes, because you actually really do what when the train leaves it leaves fast and Mm. you don't get to ask when the train's leaving it just leaves the station and I'm not trying to scare people at all but having teen and teenager their their whole job is to leave you that's their job yeah it is and it's your job to 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 help them become independent of you and you don't get to choose when they leave that's a job they choose when they leave so if you can begin to have conversations you know the when the conversations happen you're never prepared it's kind of like when the sex conversation comes up and you're like what do I say right now (laughs) Mm -hmm. so it's really about educating yourself in a way of how to communicate with people by not like do this do that do that it's not about that it's about it's about life little life lessons all the time 
And how can we have those conversations that make them listen it. and hear, not just give you the middle finger, you know? And so the I love one it because- day when they leave, your relationship connection is good enough. They're going to come back and see you. It's so true, Nat. It is so true. And I always say, like almost on every single show, communication is key. It doesn't matter with who we're talking about, whether it's your spouse, your life partner, your kids, your friends, your parents, your siblings. Um, Communication is key. And I love this. I love the journal aspect. Um, It is honestly, I'm like, kudos, ladies. This is, this is fantastic. So if someone is listening at home and they're like, you know what, I need to jump on this because my kid is going through this right now. I have a teen at home or I need to prepare because, you know, in a few years we're going to be there. Where do they sign up? How do they do this? The commonparent.com. It's really easy. It'll walk you through. Um, and we make it so easy. We text and we email. So you actually get it to your act like your phone. You don't have to search a lot. We round up interviews. If you can't listen to the whole thing, cause we also do it in an audio experience. You can have 30 minutes or you can get, read it in the five minute, like the five second bullet points of what you might want to take home. And if you want to okay. go check it out and get an idea of it, there is the common parent on Instagram yeah. and it will link right to the website. You can have a look at the feel and you know what we're trying to do there. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. So the common parent on Instagram, commonparent.com to yep. sign up and, mm-hmm. uh, and register for your membership. Yep. Um, okay guys, the book, where do we get the book? Okay. So, you know, our first book was called mom truths. That was like, and we did a tour off of that. This one is called mom secrets. Both are totally relevant. They are evergreen. They're good for any mom at any time. Um, they were written in two different experiences of our motherhood. When we wrote, uh, mom truths, we were new moms. Well, you're experiencing the first parts of being a mom and everything that goes along with that. And Mom's Secrets is a little bit more of like a dive into some anonymous confessions from um, our, 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 our community. And the experience of parenting, the age where you were really bad. So it's like mm-hmm. we're watching and being like that, you know, could never happen. And you're like, oh, did I tell them about, you know... <laughs> can't say the word, but you know, the things they do that are like just exploratory as teenagers. Did we talk about that? Do we say when they get a boyfriend that they're going to try to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, did yeah. we talk about, you know, all the things that were like, oh my God, we're here. And do we do it all? And it's also full of some, um, really honest, uh, secrets of our past yes. and how we got to where we are. Where yep. We are right I now. Love it. By the way, your stepdad brought so up your mom stepdad. truths and mom secrets. You're going to want to get them. And you're going to want to check out these ladies live on stage. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. And it, our podcast is actually four days a week, which blows my mind. But Monday Amazing. is parenting. Tuesday's shooting the breeze with Kat and Nat and really like kind of like. Oh, just say it, girls. It's my show. Shooting, shooting the shit. That's shit what you're doing. Which a lot of people find very entertaining and helpful. And Thursdays are with a celebrity. And Fridays are sex. Sex confessions of married people, divorces, and kinky things people do. Yeah, guys, just go check them out. Go to Catanat on social. You're gonna find everything. It links to everything. Okay, everything. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. And uh, it was so good seeing you. I know it's virtual, but next time we'll be in person. With I can't wait. I can't wait. Hugs. Okay, fine. I love you guys. Thank you. That is it for the Parenting Show. We'll catch you next week right here on AM640, Toronto Radio. And I'm your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca.